Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome to a special edition of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. That's right, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. You're seeing us live and in color, baby. I am the Duke, the man of the hour, the man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. And I got my main man, okay, the man that will lie for you before he lies to you, the man that understands you got to check a fat bankroll because it's all about the money, baby, not just the honey. Okay, we're talking about the one, the only original player from the Himalaya, my man, Mr. Reggie B. Fine. What's going on, Reggie B? Not much, dude. How you been doing, man? Been about a month or two since I heard from you. Been doing all right? Man, I, I, I've been in the witness protection program, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> all that stuff that I said about Trump, man, I thought they were going to come get me. <laughs> man, I like hey, Trump is my man, man. Trump, me and Trump, all right. Trump, doing, doing all right. Oh yeah, it was. It wasn't it that he said he can go play a little golf. Want me to go with him? But I couldn't go with him because I've been a little underwater. Now I'm just fucking with. Right, Reggie, you were the one who on my show that said he needed to get his shit out the closet so the other man can move in, and certainly that's what happened. Now, Reggie, so he listened to you, brother. Yeah, he called me. He called me about a week before he left. Asked me, can I help him load the U-Haul up? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't feeling too good. So yeah. He's going to have to handle that one on his own. He got all them damn kids, man. He should be able to uh, get that done. That's for he sure. Got, he plus he got plenty of cheese. That's Jerry Lawler, boy. So he all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, man, that's they, they, they fake it till they make it, baby. You know, he's supposed to be this big-time uh, businessman, but most of his businesses have failed, yet people still believe he's a big-time businessman. I don't understand it. You can't tell these motherfuckers down here he don't fail. Cause boy, everywhere you look, you see Trump signs. and Oh, boy. I ain't got no, I'm in Dallas, you know that, but I ain't got nothing against them. I don't give a fuck what they do myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As long as I can try to try to make it, try to get better, man. Like I said, I've been a little under the weather, man, with that fucking COVID shit, man. Man, that shit ain't no joke, though. But you just came off a workout here, Reggie B, so you, I, I'm assuming you're doing all right, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm uh, 15 days in. Wow. So I've been in the house for like, well, I've been in my little man cave for about 15 days. Motherfucker feed me like I'm a dog. Motherfucker knock on the door. And I, <laughs> and I go to the door and I got a plate of food out there and shit. <laughs> I'd be so glad when this shit over with, dog. Well, is, I hope the food is at least all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can taste it now. First two oh, or three okay. days. Hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all something, bro. Uh-oh. That shit ain't no motherfucking joke, dog. When I tell you I couldn't smell nothing, I couldn't taste nothing, I, uh... My equilibrity was off. My back was hurting. My head was hurting. Uh, going to the bathroom. Uh, man, what else? There's some more shit going on. But man, it so happened after about the third day, I started coming back. Man, I was taking those elderberries and vitamin mm. C, vitamin D, mm. drinking cough syrup and 
you know, you name it, I was doing it. Now, on a scale of one to ten, I'm probably about an eight now. I still wow. ain't really been out. I went and got retested. Uh, what is it, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. I haven't heard anything, so I'm keeping my ass right here. I ain't going nowhere, though. Just, I'm just glad I got some weights and, and and dumbbells and all that shit right here in the in the in the uh, in this apartment. So I'm good, man. I'm good. I can't go to my house because I don't want to get nobody else sick. That's crazy, Reggie, that you that you had that experience because you just celebrated your birthday too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About wow. you, what the day is uh, six. Today's the sixth, yeah. Yeah. Seven days ago, thirty first, man. I turned uh four and five. <laughs> well, you look thirty five. So so however old you really are, man, you look young, man. You look good. I turned fifty nine, though. Unbelievable. Fifty nine. I quit all that dumb shit a long time. I stopped smoking weed. I stopped snorting cocaine. I stopped drinking. I stopped all that shit, man. Years ago. But so did, did you I, stop chasing? Did you stop chasing women, though, Reggie B? I, that, <laughs> I won't be able to do that till I get married. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's a woman out there can hold me down, man. I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up, man. I'm setting my ways, and you know, if it ain't my way, it's the highway. If I tell you a duck and pull a truck, you just hook them up. That's all I can tell you. That's it. That's it. What is it about the, the wrestling industry and, and the entertainment industry? Because I know you, you're a comedian as well. What is it about entertainment that makes it so hard for folks to stay in one place, stay in a relationship long term and all that good stuff there? Because women be throwing puss at you like frisbees, man. Oh, okay. You know, you, know, you can't say I'm hanging out with... Uh, the Rock, he can't fuck all of them. There's gonna be some extra gravy somewhere, you know, that you're gonna get. Y'all excuse me, I was in the middle of a little workout before we came on, so I don't want to get out of the groove. But yes, sir, yes, sir. You get your workout going there, man. That's that's an interesting concept, Reggie, because I always wonder about that. You know, they say one of the worst things to happen to a relationship is the wrestling industry or the entertainment industry because folks are always on the road, and and a lot of folks they got a a, a different road wife or family or somebody depending yeah. on what city and state you in right yeah it take a real man no i'm taking that back it take a real woman now listen i was talking to tommy rich the other day he's been married for 30 i think he's been married for 30 some years and i don't know wow. how in the, he, he'll tell you wow how, how i did it you know he just had a wife that put up with his shit called you know, back in the day, everybody was getting fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 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 And he'll tell you that. He'll tell you that on his shoot interview. You know, I don't know how I made it. That's he'll wild, be 65. Man. He's 65. Now, Tommy Rich with one woman. Ric Flair then had about five. I think he's on his fifth wife at this point. Ric Flair. So <laughs> Jim Rawson had two or three of them. I don't know how that, that motherfucker even had one. <laughs> I lost all respect for him three, four months ago. If you go yeah. back and look at some of my clips, I found about five or six matches that I had on WWF. Mm. He was commentating on all of them. He didn't knock me. He didn't do nothing, you know, even though I was just up there doing jobs. But, you know, I got something out there now, man, that I found from uh, 96 on WWF. Uh Superstars and challenge when I'm fighting against Bam Bam Bigelow, Rock Wow. 
uh, Yokozuna, the Pirate, uh, Bob Holly. No, wow. I, I didn't know I did all the matches, man. I didn't know I had all the matches up there. Look, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question there, Reggie B, because you just brought up Bob Harley, and I know he just celebrated a birthday too. I think his birthday is only a day or two before yours. Um, oh. A lot of people say that he was a little rough with folks in the ring and that he was a bully and all this other stuff. So let's set the record straight here, Reggie B. You were in there with him. How did he treat you in the ring? He was a little stiff, but every time he went to save him, he, 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 he called a clothesline. Shit, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm bumping before he even get to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was still looking good, but I'm bumping just like Bradshaw. You got if you don't bump before he gets you, he'll tear your fucking neck off. Oh man, damn! But I never did have a problem with Bob Hart because, like I said, I just worked him once and put him over. You know, you know, I did everything that he asked me to do, and, and he did. You know, he gave me some. He didn't eat me up now. Mm. So you, yeah, if y'all watch all the matches I had in New York, if they on YouTube. I got them on my Facebook page, uh, YouTube, brother. And uh, each one of them matches that I was in, they never did eat me up. You know how they be going there, just, just dog the motherfucker out, especially a black man. They just dog the motherfucker out and get the, the one, hell two, out of them. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't do me like that. Especially Bam Bam Bigelow. I looked at that match, man. I said, damn, he really gave me a lot of shit in that match. Even and that's a just, big dude. That's And that's another oh, yeah. big dude. So why is that, Reggie? Why, why, did, why did they treat you with so much respect? Gee, I was a man, and plus, uh, <laughs> and plus, I was a, uh, you know, I was a real likable guy. I always had to talk shit. I never been shy. I don't give a fuck who I was around. I always had to talk shit. And then, you know, they looking for something. I'm the one got to go get it. They yeah. can't, we was in Chicago, Detroit. They can't go to the hood. That's no motherfucker with no dope ass. So I was always man for us going to get the shit. That's why wow. I said, I'm bitter with your business, but I'm not, because I made more money than the average motherfucker did. And like I said, I ain't ashamed to say, nigga, I was doing it. I was getting fucked up, too. So I'm the type of man, I ain't finna throw no rock and hide my hand when we get caught. Motherfucker, everybody get caught. You know, you can say what you want to say and do what you want to do. But like I said, you got to remember now, dude, I was 275, now about 280-some pounds back then. Sure, sure. Go you a big dude yourself. Yeah, go back and look at it. They wasn't just on, just rub me up and hammer me in a kind of motherfucking way. Then sure. come back to the uh, dressing room and say, yeah, man, I, uh, my bad. No, we ain't going to do that. So we're going to be fighting for real in the motherfucker. Damn right. Damn right. You're going to whoop my ass, I'm going to whoop your ass. I wasn't scared. Of, man, I ain't never been scared, though. I ain't never been scared. I made it nervous. But you weren't scared. No, sir. You know, another man that had a reputation like that was uh, Butch Reed, the natural Butch Reed. Hacksaw Butch Reed, God rest his soul. You know, he, we just found out yesterday that he passed away. Uh, I don't know if you knew Butch Reed or not, Reggie B, but I know you knew of him. Talk to us about Butch. What comes to mind when you hear that name? I met him a couple of times hmm. in New York when I was up there, <clears throat> when I was down here in Memphis. He uh, he was a quiet dude to me. He was kind of quiet. He wasn't like Ron and Dogwood. They were wide open with that shit. Hmm. But I heard through the great man. That he used to get his shit on too. You know, he used to do his shit. I don't know now. I'm just telling you now. You don't speak on shit I don't know nothing about. Sure. But I got sure. a good resource, uh, resource that Parson told me that they used to ride up and down the highway a few times and he found out that they were doing their shit, you know. And he he told me, he said, uh, he said, man, I'm good. I'm going to give me another ride and I'm going to drive my own car, man. Uh, we get pulled over. 
ain't everybody going to jail. Everybody. Yep. That's what you're yep. Everybody going to jail. Mm-hmm. I don't do shit. I'm cleaning this board of health. I used to man never really have been a, a drug head. I know you smoke a little weed. He drank a little bit. You know, that's when he get ready to knock something off. But other than that, man, I love that man. I talk to him every day, dog. We got to get him on this show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Iceman King Parsons is welcome to come on the show anytime, man. That's that's my guy, too, man. Yeah, and like I said, I, right. uh, I did an interview with Hannibal Yeah, about six weeks ago, and that's where he need to go. He he, he really want to do something, but he worried about people fucking him. Uh, he, people done told him that, yeah, man, I'm going to pay you $500. I'm going to send you $2,000. You know, you do this, you do that. Motherfucker ain't did shit, though. Why does that happen so much? Why does that happen so much in wrestling, Reggie B? I mean, I, I hear from you veterans so much about people who screw you out of money and, and make big promises, can't deliver. What is that all about, man? Greed. If you ask me, I say greed. Greed the motherfucker. If you fuck me once, it's your fault. If you fuck me again, it's my fault. So I ain't mm-hmm. going twice, though. Now, you can't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. You know what I'm saying? I ain't buying no fried ice cream, even though they sell it in Chicago. But I ain't going. I ain't going, man. I'm not going. I don't get, I know I ain't no bad. Well, I'm somebody, but I know I ain't no big name. But if you promise me a thousand dollars, hey man, I want five hundred dollars and a plane ticket in PayPal or however you want to get it before I get to where I'm going. And before I get to where I'm going, I mean, once I get to where I'm going, you gotta give me the rest of my cheese, man. Damn right. You know? I done did that before in some wrestling match over in Arkansas. And I walked out there and that motherfucker seen me. Yeah, they crazy to be here. Oh, you know, they ain't nowhere from Memphis. Oh, they had TV over there. Mm-hmm. And then you have three or 400 people out there and they see you peeping out the train or see you walking around. So the promoter can't say, well, Reggie B. Fine was a no-show. No, mm-hmm. we ain't going to do it like that. If I get my bread, like Mr. James, he said, Mr. James, come on. You can, you can, you can short him $1. He's I come after you. Man, go get him four quarter. Wow. Where you get my money from? I need my. I need all of my money. You promised me a thousand dollars. That's what I want. Wow. You didn't wow. pay that. A lot of people talk about getting stiff for money, man. You know, and, and they say, "Well, it's an opportunity. You get a handshake and a hot dog, and something like that." But that's that was never your experience, though, huh, Reggie B? No, sir. Cause back in the day, man, like I said, I got thirty. It'll be thirty. Five years in in June, mm-hmm. I've been fucked twice in 35 years. Once by this bootleg ass promoter named Curly Lee Womack. He uh he should fuck folks out their money all the time. He go up wow. to the gate, money out the gate, and go out the back door. He did me like that one time, and somebody else fucked me one time. That was early in the game then, and some other fucking promoter. I can't think of his name right now. That motherfucker did the same fucking thing. Got all the money. I'm telling you, nobody. There was a lot of us on that show. Rich House, Life Man, Snowman. You know, a lot of us on that show. You know, we all got fucked. Wow. We all wow. got. Let me show you something about mine, man. Yes, sir. This right yes, here, sir. This is what I need to get out there right here, man. I just got them back the other day. I don't know if you can see it good or not, but yeah. that is volume yep. one. That's volume one right there. This is volume two. This is volume two of Reggie B. Fine Shoot interview. And this is volume three right here. And all of them is over an hour, hour and a half long. 
And what I'm doing, I told a guy that put them together, he did tell me, did everything. Get them out there. I don't give a damn. You just get $10 a piece for them. They over an hour long, and they were shot in two or three different locations. And when I tell you, Duke, no holes barred, I didn't give a fuck about Vince, The Rock. I talked bad about all them motherfuckers. They did me wrong. I don't know about they did the next motherfucker, but I, once you get in this gang and long enough, you sit down and think about shit. Man, this motherfucker could have did way better than that. And then on top of that, though, if you get all three of those DVDs, I got a bonus DVD for me and Brick Howard Brown five years ago. Wow. And you know how Brick, you know how Brick talk. And I got one ain't never been seen. Never been seen. And, for, and it's almost an hour, a little, it may be a little over an hour long. I'm not sure. But these right here, all these over hour long. And when I tell you, if you don't like these, you send me your ten dollars. I send your ten dollars back. I make them get your money back. And when I tell you these motherfuckers to shoot, I just get them out there. You had a guy. Well, I ain't gonna throw you under the bus. Well, yeah, I can throw you under the bus too, cause that's your friend. <laughs> motherfucker told me, motherfucker told me gonna call me back. It been a month ago. He still he uh still distribute distribute DVD. So like I said, he told me a month ago almost that he was gonna call me. He gonna he gonna look at the teasers I got on there. And we're gonna get together. Don't get me wrong, man. I know everybody been busy. Everybody being cautious with this COVID shit. But man, don't tell me something and don't do it. Cause I don't yeah. owe you shit and you don't owe me shit. I don't want you to do nothing free for me. I got money. And I told him if I would pay you. Oh yeah, no problem. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Did I call his name? No, you didn't call his name yet. Oh, I ain't gonna do that then. His name Rob Falstein. Falstein. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Some he interviewed <laughs> Doug Gibson, and, and uh, he do a lot of interviews. But <sighs> hey, man, if you watching this DVD, I mean, if you watching this interview, you need to call me, man, and be a motherfucker, and be a motherfucking man about your word. If you told me over a month ago that you were gonna call me and get with me, and every time I look on it. On, on YouTube or something, I still see them out there doing some. That's just some old shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I just mm. don't appreciate motherfucking lying to me. I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't even want my kids lying to me. I get, I got, I feel some kind of way when you look. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lie for you before I lie to you. You know, that's one thing I notice about you, Reggie B. You're a person that is painfully honest. I mean, you even when it doesn't suit you, even when it could hurt you, you are, you are very honest. You talk about. Uh, things that you've gone through, mistakes that you've made. So it's okay. not like you're one of these people that is just throwing other people out there. Uh, no, no. You, you tell the whole, you tell the full truth. You tell the full story. Yeah, you know? I'm not gonna throw you under the bus, bro. I mean, if you, I throw you under the front, the front time, I'm gonna be under the back time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Trust the truth. Me. That's the truth. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. Me, Excuse me. One thing about me, man. I'm always gonna keep it real. I don't give a fuck who feelings I hurt, who wanna start some shit, because it don't even fucking matter to me, man. Yes, sir. You know, the truth hurts. The truth hurts, bro. Simple as that. Yeah, the truth is the truth, and the whole truth. That's the, that's the truth. So let me ask you this, Reggie. You you okay. I remember you you posted a picture of um, yourself with Hulk Hogan a couple weeks back. Yeah. We're in Black History Month now. It's February. Yeah. And the WWE just took. They did a little uh, segment on Hogan, on SmackDown the other day. Now, this is the same guy who's on, on video referring to himself as a racist. 
Do you think they may have made a mistake featuring Hogan during Black History Month, considering the fact of, of what he said about black folk and his feeling on black folk? Man, if you don't know about now, pimp, you'll never, never know. These motherfuckers don't give a fuck about no nigga out here, man. You can call somebody like this country white boy, this country boy that did do country. Hey, I'll holler back at y'all niggas later, blah, 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 one o'clock in the morning. And there's a neighborhood recording. I can't think of his name. But you think they care about that shit? Now, you let us want us go on TV. Let somebody like uh, Terrence Howard. I'm tired of these white motherfucking crackers or, or these uh, redneck motherfuckers or whatever you want to cut. That word, you got a few words, uh, well, offend some white people. But like I said, I don't use that kind of shit loosely. You got to think before you speak. Mm. And a lot of motherfuckers like Hogan, I, I, I met him a couple of times and uh, he didn't come off to me like that. But when somebody secretly all right, record you and you saying it. It ain't like you just said it for the first time. You've been saying that shit all the time. Sure, and that's I how you really feel. Yeah. Now, when I sit back and think about it, man, these promoters back in the day, I heard it from. That's why I don't really like to like to do, but uh, not Jim Ross. I was just Ole Anderson. On Anderson, I don't know which one it was. Ole, Ole was the bag. promoter. Ole was the promoter. He's had black folk nick. They said they talk so bad to. Who was telling me that Ice Man, I think, was telling me that he talked so bad to uh what's that black dude's name? Uh I skip young. Oh, there's another reason Duke Jordan in the ring he had a pretty good Thunderbolt Patterson. Oh. I don't know if he's still living or not. Uh-uh. he's still living or not, but I heard about you the great man. You know, Gerald Lawler used that word quick. And then you had motherfuckers like Dundee use the word quick. But I don't understand how like back to your course, I don't understand how the fuck he can get his job back. He calling folks niggas. You know how we feel about that. We can call each other nigga. I can call you a nigga. You can call me a nigga. We say it all the time. What's up, my nigga? What's up, nigga? Oh, yeah, your name is going to go fuck with your bitch, nigga. You know, whatever we may say. But see, that's the stereotype that we gonna have to stop in order for these white folks to stop killing, shooting, police shooting, motherfucking. Every time you look up, police and killed a nigga. Very seldom you hear about a nigga killing a white boy. They had a movie about that with a, with a, with a reverse role. Mm. You know, I'm not, I'm not prejudiced, man. I never have and hope to God I never will be. Some people you don't like, but you ain't got to listen. You know, like like now, I can't stand Jerry Lawler. But the way that he treated me, you know, all them years, I was too blind to see until the last four or five months. And you got the motherfucker like downtown Bruno and, and motherfucker like that, Harvard Whip, whatever you want to call calling folks niggas. Man, you know, you need to uh-huh. try to laugh about it. Richard Brown told me a story that, <laughs> that uh, he uh, pulled that pistol and uh, downtown Bruno was telling black jokes, nigga jokes. And he said, how do you get, uh, how do you get uh, five white, I mean, how do you get five black men from raping a white woman? What, what would you do? How would you stop a five black man from raping a white woman? Wow. You know what he told me? What did he say? He said, throw him a basketball. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, it's just these Bruno jokes. You know, he was Bruno joke. He said two of them. Bruno, this brick house, he went in the back and got his gun and made everybody in there was laughing and lay on the floor. Now, what? how true that is, I can't tell you. Cause you know my boy would tell a lie in a minute, so I don't know. But he said that was a true story. I was wow. in the Bruno, and Bruno can't stand. He, Bruno said some shit while I was up there in uh, 
in the dressing room up there with Lola down there. I started to slap the shit out of him. And I thought about it. What, what kind of points I'm going to get? Time, I, I'm glad he did. Couldn't have been better. I'm so, he owed me money. You know, Lawler had to stop him. Hey, man, he thought he did like this. I seen him at the corner. He did it like this. Man, I'm glad he break out did. Fuck him. He owed me money. I said, man, you a cold, fat, faggot-ass nigga, man. No, he ain't no fag. I picked that back. He ain't no fag. But I told you the truth, man. It's so crazy. It let Hulk Hogan come back to work. I, he done been all over nationwide TV saying the N word. They done let Jerry Lawler come back up there. He didn't say the N word when he got, but he got domestic violence, put in a gun on his girl or, or something. She was out all night. I don't know why that shit. Well, I tried not to get in nobody's business. Well, he got he but got he mixed up with an underage kid too, uh, Lawler. Remember that back in the day? Yeah, that was years ago. Yeah. That's when yeah. I first started. That was 35 years ago. Yeah, you and remember that? I spoke that. to some detectives. Yeah, I spoke to some detectives on that. I said, I don't think he would do that and blah, 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 blah. As, as, as I think now, you know, there was 30, 35 years. He probably did. That motherfucker, every bitch you be with, if they burn 21, if they over, if they over 20, I mean, they under 21, I don't know if he would fuck with them now, but I know they had to be 21, 22 so he can travel, they can travel with them. Mm. <clears throat> but he didn't want no old bitch, he didn't want no black bitch. He would take you there. And when I tell you that he a president redneck motherfucker, if I think back on him shit now, cause the motherfucker called me, he didn't call me no nigga, but he said one time Louisville Garden, this was back in 90, 89 or 90. Hmm. I took this, matter of fact, let me show you something. I took this belt right here. Can you see that? I've been no, you gotta hold it up. There you go. Hold it up a little high, Reggie. There you go. There you go. I've been had this ever since 96. I wow. took this big belt and said, man, look, I think I, I think Austin was in town. And uh, I, I was managing Austin Kong. I said, man, you worried about this belt? You want this belt that bad? I took this belt and threw it in the middle of the ring. And all this shit right here popped off. I don't know if you can see it or not. This shit right up here popped off. One of these bars popped off. And I think the front plate popped off. You know, he said right in the middle of the ring, just where well, I can hear him, he said, me and Tom, he said, that's why I hate to use y'all niggas. Oh. I don't know how to act. Oh, yeah. He told me. That. I said, what you say, man? And it make it so bad, the motherfucker repeated it. Did you hear me? He said, that's why I hate to use y'all niggas. I'm a 175-pound job skid and all that shit back then. I said, oh, okay, that's the way you do it. And I told Iceman about it. You know, I, now I told Brickhouse. He said, I know damn well that cracker didn't say that, but he, he used to talk like that about black folks. That's why I'm trying to, I've been trying to sell this belt. When I went up to, uh, went up to his show, it's, it's a four zinc, so that motherfucker can hear me. I got all these autographs put on the back of it. Wow. Yeah. Motherfucker, give me seven more dollars, they can have this motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about this belt. And everybody in the head this belt from, from, Everybody had this unified world heavyweight, AWA world heavyweight championship belt. You look back on the history, you'll see my name on the history book. And That's amazing. And I got That's all kind of autographs on this motherfucker. From That's the belt that That's the belt that came after Super Clash, right? Because Lawler, so, yeah, Lawler and uh, Kerry Von Erich, they, they fought at Super Clash 3. 
And it was the the USWA, or or rather the the AWA and World Class Championship Wrestling. They were coming together, right? Right. That's when they yeah. first came together. Eight eight. Wow. They got a list. They got a list on YouTube, Facebook. You can Google. You see my name way down the line. Wow. But I ran across this dude that had this motherfucker. You know, and I just bought it from him. Hmm. And I mean, I sold it to Lola. He's the first one signing. But I got signals on here from Ricky Robert Gibson. I mean, Rock and Roll Express, Tommy Wildfire Rich. Uh, Jimmy Max Golden. I saw Jimmy Golden on there. I won't be Jimmy Golden. He won't be there today. Oh, okay. It's a, uh, I don't know if you can make heads and tails of, of the name. Well, you had Lawler, you had uh, you had Lex Luger, you had uh, Sergeant Slaughter, I think is on here. And wow. I said, it's pretty good name on here. And it's up. Yeah, yeah. How much you asking for that belt, Reggie? I'm trying to get it. I was trying to get a rack for the motherfucker, but the motherfucker give me eight hundred. I take eight hundred for it. I don't give a fuck. I don't want none of this shit, man. I got so much memorabilia around here, dude. I even still got the fur coats that I used to wear thirty five years ago. Unbelievable. I still got all that shit, man. Unbelievable. Got Jimmy Hardy. Got Lex Luger. I'm just reading Jr. Uh, Tommy Boogie Man. Oh yeah. Uh, who is just down here? Uh, be cool. Doug, Doug Gilbert on him. I was just going around and let my grandson get you. Yeah, you got Jim Ross right on the Jerry Lawler name. Uh, Boogeyman. Of course, about, the biggest the biggest name on the belt is Jerry Lawler. You see, he had to make his name bigger than everybody's name on that. <laughs> yeah. uh, he signed the hell out of that belt. <laughs> That man, that is, that's one of the blessings, man, that God ever made. You know that? Yes, sir. Yes, but he, sir. Wound up, he wound up being a dick. He a, a hell of a talent. He an artist. He do all that shit, man. And sign his name like nobody else. <clears throat> you can tell me Jerry Lawler to sign something. I don't believe sure. the person can duplicate his signature anywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty. Pretty, pretty signature for sure, for sure. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Reggie B. Before, before we wrap up here, I got to ask you a serious question, man. Because you know tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. So we got we got to get into this now, Reggie. We we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Tom Brady, the old man, he's trying to ride one more time against the 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 young uh, whippersnapper there, the man Patrick Mahomes. So so from Reggie B. Fine, a man who's down there, down in the South. You know, you've been all over Memphis, you've been all over Texas. Uh, you know, you all over the place, man. What, what do you say? Who, who's it going to be? I got a $100 bet. My brother just went and made me a $100 bet at the casino in Tunica, Mississippi. So I put $100 on Kansas City, but I put 30 and under combined points. Wow. So it's Kansas City and New England. I mean, Kansas City and Tampa Bay don't score no more than 28, 27 points. I get $300, $357 for a $100 bet. Which ain't wow. good, bro, but you know, it is what it is. I'm going to Kansas City, man. It ain't gonna be no high scoring game. You don't think so? I don't think so, bro. I think it'll be like fucking twenty to seventeen or or seventeen to ten, something like that. You know, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. Wow. Wow. Some under thirty, I made it added up too much, but something like fourteen, seventeen, or something like that, you know. I just need to keep I need to keep it low. 
So I can at least double my money. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. Why do you think you know, uh, Kansas Bay. City's going to win, man? Why do you think Kansas City going to take it over Tampa Bay? Because the old man probably going to be trying to force a lot of shit. Probably going to be trying to force some shit in that he don't usually do. But it's a, it's a big game for him, man. It's a pressure game for him. And sure. guess where I'm going to be at watching it? Where's that? Right in this bitch right <laughs> I got three or four TVs, and I'm not going to go around no motherfucker. I'm going to go to the store today and get me two slabs of rib. Put yes, them sir. bitches in the pressure cooker. Put them in the pressure cooker and take them out in about 30 minutes. Put them in the oven. Put some barbecue grill. Put some barbecue sauce on them and put some foil over them. And I'm bitches going to be falling off the bone, though. Watch what it takes. Wow. And guess who's going to be eating them? Nobody but me. Wow, two Nobody. racks, two racks, two racks for Reggie B. Yeah, yeah I'm going to eat some tomorrow. Take my blood pressure pill and take my take my shot. You know, I'm a diabetic, so I've been a diabetic for 35 years. Mm-hmm, so I take, mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that, but I take uh, I take three shots a day. Wow. Now, if, I if I don't eat all that bullshit, I'm going to have to take but two. One sure. in the morning, one in the night. But sure. I don't tell people all the time, man, go to the doctor. Make sure that your body is good. I don't give a fuck if your toe hurting. Your toe wasn't hurting yesterday. You woke up this morning, your toe hurting. Go see what's wrong with you, bro. Go see what's wrong. Now, I know I'm up here looking like an old man. I ain't shaved in 14 days. I've been in the house. I ain't been nowhere. Just from, from that couch over there to over here trying to work out a little bit. But, dude, like I told you, man, if you take care of your body, it'll take care of you. We yeah, don't right. know how long we're going to live, but you ain't got to rush it. We all going to die. You ain't got to rush it. Smoking, drinking, doing crack, doing this, taking pills and Viagra and all that old shit. See, that's something I don't even do, man. I'm, I'm down there 60 now, I'm 59. And, and I got friends younger than me taking Viagra. Ooh. Ain't shit wrong with them. What the fuck are you taking Viagra for, dog? Oh, man, I'm trying to kill this bitch, man. I'm trying to make sure you know I can get some more. Oh, okay. You're going to kill your own monkey ass. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, I love this sports, man. I got to, like I said, get these DVDs out of here, man. I'm gonna send you yes, a cop up, man. I want you to post them for me, man. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. Sure every, will. Every time somebody say, "But well, do love," I got it off this thing or whatever, whatever. I'm gonna send you something, man. I'm all right, all right. Like we gonna hold you. We gonna hold you to that, Reggie. Why don't you let everybody know how to how to get the DVDs, man? Because you mentioned that you got them. Plug your uh, social media, Reggie B. Well, I'm on, you know, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, and all that stuff. But I'm waiting on this woman to finish this website, man. The bitch been working on the website for shit three or four months. You know, got my money. You know, constantly talking shit. And uh, I'm working on that. But you can go on Facebook or YouTube and hit me on Messenger. I'll make sure one of my people get it out to you. And like I said, you buy all three of them. You got a bonus DVD of me and Brickhouse. They're $10 a piece, you know, plus shipping and handling. It'd be about 2 or $3 a you know, take them to the post office. You know, send me your uh, address and shit. You know, we go through PayPal or or, or what's the other one? Cash app and all that. Cash app. Yes, they go do cash app. And like I said, man, satisfaction guarantee or your money back. They can't be duplicated because I got a strip. You got a, a a barcode or something running through it. So you like you know how you used to get them bootlegs moving and every two or three across the middle. That's the way I had them to do it. You know, cost me a little extra, but y'all need to check out these shoot interviews. Y'all gonna say, what? Did that really happen? I'm talking about all black wrestlers. I'm talking about the auto managers. I'm talking about 
you know, everything. As a matter of fact, let me plug something else too, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Reggie B. Speaking of black history, we got a black history show in Memphis, Tennessee on the 27th. Mm. Uh, mm. This is going to have like, talk about all the guys that's, that's gone and all the, you know, the African-American that's still around. But ain't but three or four of us around in Memphis. That's Coco, King Coco and me. I doubt that Coco do it. You know, he might, he ain't going to show up. If it ain't for Lawler or Burke printing some motherfucker, he ain't coming. I already know this. Let me now, let me Coda see if I can find the details on that, Reggie B, because you're right about that. That that show. Where's it gonna be? It's in Memphis at the Hilton on the 27 Black History. I got a post, I'll send it to you. Okay. Matter of fact, I think I put it on your on your website. But I shot it to you. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I'll send you another poster. Is that like the said, remember it's be all the guys here? Southern Extreme Wrestling with OIWA remembers Black Legends of Memphis Wrestling, right? So that's that Saturday, February 27th, Memphis Hilton, 939 Ridge okay. Lake Boulevard in Memphis, Tennessee. And tickets, ringside is only $20, man, so it's affordable. 7.30 bell time, folks. But uh, like Reggie B just I'm said, folks like... What's that? I'm not, I'm not charging no man. I know when they had law of them up there for that shit, motherfucker charging $40 for autographs. That's Come on, crazy. Man. I told that dude, the only way I do it, you let the kids in under six free and don't charge for no autograph and pictures. That's what I told him. That's all right. That's all right. Look, King, King Mabel was on that on that card there. King Mabel and Ray no, Candy. What What's it's that? Mo. It's Mo. Oh, that's Mo. Excuse me. I, I'm yeah, saying Mabel. Mo, yeah, Mo yeah. Man on a mission. Yeah, yeah. Mo. Mo was on there. But we're going to honor the ones that gone home, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, King Mabel. Yeah, his birthday is February the 14th. It's crazy, man. When I think about it, me and him was just like this, dude. Wow. I can tell you something about me and Big Mabel or Visceral or Love Machine, whatever you want to call him. He was born February the 14th, and he died on February the 14th. And they're crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Wow. True story. That's amazing. That's yeah, true story. That's amazing. It don't, it don't happen too often, brother. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Gr- grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> yeah, sunrise, sunset on the same day, bro. That's something else. That's something else. Well, listen, his name is Reggie B. Fine. Reggie, we always appreciate you coming on the show, man. We we appreciate you uh, continuing to stay healthy, Reggie. You are a, uh, you're an inspiration, brother. So we want you to keep doing what you're doing there, you know. And uh, I'm gonna have to check back with you and see if you if you uh made a couple bucks off of that Super Bowl wager there. Yeah, like I said, man, I'm really trying to get these DVDs. That I want to go live on something else. Anybody you want to know that want to go live, I'm not charging nobody nothing. You know, I just want to get the word out there that you know how that shit was back then. And as I look at the new shit today, ain't nothing changed but the month, date, in the year. Yeah. Everything yeah. Changed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not shooting on the new guys, African American, black. Niggas, whatever you want to call it. But these motherfuckers are doing the same shit that I went through 35 years ago. And I'm, I went through the same shit Iceman went through 40-some years ago. He tell me, tell me stories all the time. We know we can talk all day. I appreciate you having me. But it'll be another time in another segment. Because I got so much, so many skeletons in the closet, man. Don't even make no fucking sense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I remember, but next time we get together, I'm going to show you a lot of shit I've been having for 30, 35 years. Mr. Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.